everybody. How's it going? You're listening to Reptiles with Yoshi, Alex, and Marco. Alrighty, if you're listening and want to watch, you can check us out on YouTube at HSR Exotics. And if you're watching and want to listen, you can check us out on whatever streaming platform you like. So, Marco, how you doing today? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, been building shit. Um, building shit. And building more shit. Hell yeah. That doesn't sound very fun. Mm. Building shit. Yeah. In the bathroom all the time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Alex, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. If we if you see our faces and we keep on looking down, it's because we're using a new form of video and we're checking our phones to make sure the video looks good. Yeah. yeah. There's too many yeah. blinking lights. I have no idea where I'm looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because last time, my fucking phone cut out. So that sucked because we used to record on our phones and now we're trying to not do that because we don't want to make that mistake again like we said last time we're getting big now so you know we have to make sure we have the high quality stuff for 10 the, views yeah yeah for the 10 to 15 views we got <laughs> we got you yeah. <laughs> oh man but all right so i think today we're really gonna talk again about tortugas yes all right so i will be quiet the whole time again <laughs> <laughs> well i brought something here that you know about so it's all good yeah is, is it a penis yes that too oh yeah, yeah we're good it has one of those it does have one of those <laughs> uh, but if you want to fill in everybody with your current situation of why we're here to talk about things and stuff. all right so before i even get started on everything else let me just make something clear i've said something in the last podcast that was inaccurate i have no idea why i said it but <laughs> Uh, for some reason, I said the original TMNT came out in 1979. What the? F- I don't know why. Uh, when the like the first comic book, like the graphic ass comic book, came out in 1984, and then the actual cartoon the, that was originally a miniseries came out in 1987. So where I came up with 1979, I have no idea. I was, I think, I was just a little. Did nervous. you really say that I exact had, date? Yeah, I, I don't remember. I was like in 1979 with the original. I was like, what? When I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? <laughs> and I was being like that fucking troll on myself. Like I had like, no idea that he, he was coming in here hot. <laughs> for real, dude. Bother. He was like, oh. He's like, bro, I fucking said that one thing one time and I don't like it. Oh, but here's the funniest thing. Here's the funniest thing. All those 10 people are going to be so mad. God damn it. <laughs> After I watched the, po- the last podcast on YouTube, I went to the comment section expecting to see any comment. I, I was the first comment correcting myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah. f- like for the most part, um, I've been... Um, for the pictures you guys saw in the last podcast uh, that we posted, um, all the stuff I had outside, I had to move everybody inside because my association are a bunch of dickholes. If you live in an association, move. Um, move. You know, like... Do it. My mother's been having some issues with coming to terms with maybe moving because we've been in that house for over 30 years. Um, so she's kind of like, I guess, attached to the house, old people things. Um, I should know so about that. So you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the truth is, is um, like we're kind of comfortable. The only issue is the association. They're being dickholes. So I had to kind of like revamp my ideas and put things together in a different way. Um, but the solution I came up with is actually really cool. Um, we're going to definitely put some pictures up and Hell yeah. um, some videos. If you want to take a look at them uh, before the podcast over, you can go to uh, Mr. O 101 Customs on Instagram. Yo, tag. Look at him go. Yeah. Look at him go. <laughs> didn't think I would be doing that. I'm using that <laughs> youngin lingo. Uh, but yeah, so you can check that out. Like there's some pictures up there, some stuff like I show some of my tools, some of the things I haven't done like a live feed or like a little what story. What tools are you showing? Um, 
the good can. The <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the meaty can. Um, but yeah, no, like you can see like some of the stuff I work with. Um, I use a lot of scrap wood and repurposed wood from my enclosures from the outside so I can build the new enclosures. And it looks really good. I did it in layers. Um, I add it so that if I have to take it apart or move, um, it's easier because each section it's independent. So like it works on its own. Um, it's only just kind of like jigs, like tetrisy, like on top of each other, you know, just kind of fitting there like a little jigsaw puzzle, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yes, uh, you got to make them touch. So yeah, so um, I've been checking on my animals. Um, they've been there for about maybe about a month already, like fully set up, and I've been seeing like. Um, some holes in like their their nesting boxes Tight. so they've been doing some test nests so it means that they their transition wasn't as effect hasn't affected them so badly um so they're starting to feel comfortable they're they're used to their new enclosures so yeah it's it, it's pretty good so i'm excited hopefully this year i might get some eggs and get some babies what happened bro what are you laughing about man <laughs> you saw me when i looked up quick yeah <laughs> I know he said test nets. Nets. Test. What? I, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You know what? I mean? Yeah, I know. When you came back up and he said test nets, I was like, he's thinking of something stupid. Yeah. I thought he said test nuts. I was like, what? what? <laughs> it's like the doctor. You got a cough. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I'm crying. All right. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, I, obviously, I've seen the the, the enclosures and and they look good, man. And the best thing is, is that you're handy enough that you can do what you can with you know with what you got. Yeah. Um. I've been building a bunch of crap. Um. And then I'm the type of person that like if I have a decent sized piece of like scrap wood, I bet I keep it. Uh, <laughs> I keep it in the trunk. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I keep it in the what, shed. What is wrong with us today? Of course, <laughs> on Valentine's Day is the day that we keep on yeah, making these. <laughs> It's because of the, the hormones, you know, the Valentine's. Yeah. Valentine's Day, we're here with each other and not with anybody else. <laughs> uh, right. After our show. After our show. <laughs> that is our fault. We interrupted you. Yeah. Wait, All right. One more finger. <laughs> Why you got to take out the pinky? What you trying to say, dog? It's not that big. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, um, I like to keep scrap wood and then I it just piles up and piles up, but I don't want to throw it out because I'm like, I'm going to use this. And then... Lo and behold, this shit happens, and I used almost all my scrap wood. Like, it's almost all gone. Hell I probably yeah. used, like, three-fourths of it. And I had to get creative, uh, which was awesome because I like thinking about creative, like, solutions to, to issues I have. And, um, like, building these new structures, and then they look really good. You would, you would think that I went out and bought more supplies, but it's all scrap wood. And then if you turn it around, you look at the backside, because I'm like, I'm not going to paint the backside because nobody's going to see it. Yeah. Uh, Normally I do, but I'm like, fuck this. I, I'm on like a time crunch because the association is going to start finding us if I don't get these animals out from the front. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So it kind of sucked that I had to move them out from the front. But also the benefits, the way I look at it is I have to look at the upside. The upside is I feeding time is a fucking super easy thing now. I just go down, feed everybody really quickly and then, you know, make sure that their water levels are, you know, at where I need them to be. Um, and maintenance has been a cinch because I don't have a fucking like 30, 40 gallon tub that I have to rinse out and pressurize to clean as a biologic yeah. filter when I'm using the, I'm using the same 
canister filters now that I showed in the last one. Um, we'll definitely put up a picture of how I set them up. Um, and now on every once a, once a month at the end of the month, the last Sunday of the month is usually when I do a massive like clean out. I do, you know, some water change, like, you know, I do a 20% water change and I clean out all the filters. So when I do that now, what used to take me three, four hours takes me like essentially like an hour, an hour and a half at the most. Dope. And cleaning the filters is like 15 minutes, which is crazy because I would spend half of the half of the like three hours was cleaning out the filters yeah. on the big biological filters. Even though I would like to do that again because it kept my water crystal clear and super awesome. But inside, again, you know, like, what can I do? Like, you know, but m yeah. my animals are pretty happy. They're adjusting. Um, I've had to buy some feeder fish to start eating some mosquito larvae because since I moved my animals from the outside to the inside, yeah. obviously they bring in, you know, what they've been eating. Yeah. So it is I have it is, some, yeah. some mosquito issues inside the house, but now that I got the feeder fish, they're definitely going to be eating their lava and then that issue is lava. So they're going to eat the larva um, and that's going to be like taken care of. So it's good because I mean, then the turtles, Every once in a while, I have a little snack snack. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I actually have to build uh, one the of hides. Uh, yeah, a hide for one of because my the one where I have my terrapins and my map turtles, they fucking cleaned out the fucking the fish. fish. Yeah, so like, you got to make hides for the fish. So yeah, like the other ones, I have hides because it's built into the structure. Like their ramp, I used a four inch wide PVC and drilled some holes into it. And I used that to hold um, the bottom of the ramp and then connected the top of the ramp with a hinge onto the basking like platform. So that way I can lift it up if I have to clean it. Yeah. So they actually have a height in that. So mm -hmm. like those fish are like thriving and whatever, but the ones in my terrapin, they're gone. Psych. So yeah. I'm going to have to like redo that. And you know, it's not a big deal. Like yeah. it's another little project. So that's what I want to do when I move, when I move my, my turtles to the bigger tank, I want to put guppies in there with a little bit of hiding yeah. spot and stuff. So they can have a snack. They can, bring, they can do everything they do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's like having ice upon. No, because when I had, I had, I had put like ten of them in a tank, and like there was like three of them that the turtles just didn't eat for like a long while. Mm -hmm. and, and like on top of the filter, the fish like I'd feed them and they'd eat off the turtle food too. But the the fish would eat the poop and make it like yeah. cleaner. I was like, okay, they eat it the poopoo. -poo. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that I'm sniffling so much. My allergies are a pain in the ass today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's allergic to you, bro. Yeah, I'm allergic to I don't like you and your turtles. Yeah, he's but. allergic to my penis. Oh? Uh, but but yeah, I mean, so you got everything going over there and, and they look happy and, you know, <clears throat> people put a lot of pressure on themselves of giving like adequate space to their animals. And of course, you're going to want to give them as much space as possible. But in the end of the day, you also have to work with what you got. And obviously, yeah. you don't want to give them the minimal effort, you know, whatever. Obviously, you had them in very big enclosures and exactly. now... Until you move on to your next phase, this is just temporary Absolutely. for them. Absolutely, it's it's temporary, and like I'm looking maybe minimum of two years, hopefully, you know, in these enclosures. Um, but my tortoises are they're 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 thriving. They're they're really happy in their enclosures. The the recess lighting I put in worked a cinch there because I had put some actual lighting fixtures in there, and they're really low after I filled with dirt, um, dirt and soil, like my fear was that they were going to like touch the bulbs and get yeah. burned. So I had to get creative. And luckily since I use the round tubs for the, for the, for the ponds that are above it, uh -huh. like there's one where they meet, there's like little triangle shape area that was perfect. So I was able to cut a hole there and put some recess lighting. 
um, recessed fixtures. And then, so now like the light is in there and it's warm and like, it's keeping good humidity. It's keeping warm, even though like on the sides, there's like just mesh, but I made sure that only the doors have mesh. Everything else is closed off. And so that way it can keep in more heat and more humidity. So I have a question talking about keeping turtles, a lot of turtles indoors. How hot is the house now compared to before? Surprisingly, it's not. Really? I thought it would be like it would make a difference, but surprisingly, it's not. Um, but it could also be that we have a really good AC unit as well. Do you think it's working harder? Um, I don't think so because okay. um, it's been like I said, it's been there for a month. We looked at the AC, uh, the AC bill. Um, we looked at the electricity unit uh -huh. when it came in uh, at the end of last month, and it wasn't. I would say maybe it was like ten bucks higher. That's about it. Okay. Um. So. It's it's not working as hard. I think it's gonna work a lot harder. Um, it's gonna go up when summer comes along because everything else is gonna be you know. Yeah, I mean fuck, it's but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, no. Like I haven't had any issues. Uh, the other thing I did was instead of doing a switch like the old one had for the lighting, I actually put it on a timer. I went and got one of those outdoor timers with a little uh, that has like a lid on it for Christmas lights, and I used that for all the lighting. And at six thirty in the morning, it turns on on its own. Six thirty at night, it turns off on its own. Perfect. So it's perfect. And then if I have a leak or something, it's closed off. So yeah. no water can get in it. Yeah. You know, there's no risk. Uh, it lowers the risk. There's and always a risk. Have you but... considered thermostats on um, on just the heat lights? Uh, no, because like I said, since there a lot of them are open, so they're going to need the constant heat. Okay. Um, the side of the tortoise enclosures are open enough that it allows... <laughs> Yeah, my phone the, just started losing battery. It allows uh, <laughs> enough like airflow, but it also keeps the heat in. Um, and yeah, like I every time I walk by, my tortoises are basking, you know, under the heat lamps. Um, I have the two like the ones closer to the inside walls. They're the heat lamps, and the two closer to the, like the actual screen doors. They're uh, the UVB. Okay. So that way, like. It's not like letting the the heat out super fast. Okay. So and then, with obviously you have gallons and gallons of water. Yeah. Are you worried at all about humidity, and like the walls and stuff like that? No, because every, like the, everything close to like the actual housing, like the the walls in the house, okay. is closed off. Tight. Like there's no exposure to that. Okay. Um. So it's staying inside the enclosure. Perfect. So that that's that's not bothering me. I've been checking the walls. There's no, there's no like bubbling. There's no, nothing like that. So yeah. it's, it's been good. How many gallons do you think you have? Okay. So I have two one tens. So that's already two ten. Yeah. Plus an 80 wait, gallon. Wait, 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 no, at 220, bro. Wait, 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 So uh, plus an 80 gallon. So that's already 300. 300. Yeah. Um, then I have two, I think they're 30 gallons, so that's another 60. So 360. So, 360, so about three, six, 360 gallons in just that one enclosure. Hell yeah. Uh, I guess plus the, like, I guess for the tortoises, I've made them like a little pond so that way they can soak with a filter and everything, a biological filter, um, canister filter. So yeah. that maybe holds like about 10 gallons. Uh, and then I put some rock under it so that way, like, they don't, like, if they flip over, they won't drown. So that way, like they can soak like the half of their their body, and they could soak in. Um, it's the cutest thing. I actually have a picture of one of them with their eyes closed, just enjoying themselves in that water. Yeah. So I'll, I will definitely put that up. So that's about like 
you know, 370 gallons, I guess, right now. Yeah. In just that one big enclosure. Now, how big is it? Uh, it is, I think when I measured it, it's about eight feet by three feet. Uh, that's just the bottom enclosure. Yeah. Uh, eight feet by three feet. And then when you measure all the way to the ceiling, it ceiling, a regular ceiling in a typical house is about eight feet and it's about a foot off. So it's about seven feet up. There you go. So you got to work with what you got. And that's like the best thing that you did is that you decided, okay, well, you needed to move all your animals in because of the association. Yep, and then, the yeah, the dick holes. And then we go ahead and you, you said, I know I have this much space that I can keep them in. How can I do it? Mm-hmm. And people worry of like, oh, how am I going to fit all this in, in the little bit of space? But you were like, I'm going up, bro. Yeah. I'm building a turtle skyscraper. Let's exactly. go. Exactly. You know, like I said in the last podcast, you know, like my my favorite thing that I've been saying is, you know, if you can't dig down, build up. And this is li- literally building up. Marco. Yeah. Um, 1905. 1905. <laughs> 1905. <laughs> on my wagon. That's just pretty much like you guys got to figure out what, what you can do with your space. Um, Like I said in the last podcast if you don't have space you know maybe it's time to look around get rid of some stuff um you can sell it and you know maybe that'll be some funding for whatever enclosure you want to build or do whatever so i ended up using a lot of the materials i had for the ponds outside um it was depressing taking it apart but it was cool to see the these new structures that i was building and you know improving and with the vast knowledge i've gained in the last six years since i built the ones outside yeah like the improvements and i keep looking at when you look at the one in the far left like the pond on the far left that is like the first one i built you see a bunch of screw holes you see like everything you don't do in woodwork you look at the one all the way in the far left of the far right and that one is literally a mirror image of that one but yet I use pocket holes. I use a bunch of techniques that I did not know how to do when I first built the other one. And it's like, it's beautiful. Like it's beautiful. Uh, Most people don't notice like the screw holes because they're so like enamored with the animals. Yeah. Uh, So I don't say anything, but you know, like when I look at it, I'm like, okay, this is what I used to do. And this is how I do it now. And I'm like, you notice the difference. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's like night and day for me. But nobody else really notices because they're so fo- they're so focused on the animals. Yeah, and it's good that you you obviously you made the space that you could, and so it, it, I had a <clears throat> the reason why I bring it up is that I had somebody send me a message this week. Mm-hmm. They were asking me. They found a a red belly cooter, mm-hmm. like a baby, because it's you know babies are hatching right yeah. now. Um, and they were like, oh, I don't know if like a bird dropped it off or whatever. And I told them, like, if you live near a canal, mom probably came up and like laid eggs near your house. And then yeah. the you know baby made its way. They're like, oh, I don't know if like, what do I need to do to keep it or whatever? So I had to explain to them. I'm like, so this is like a basic setup with like a 10 gallon tank. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend that you keep it, but that's up to your discretion, you know? Yeah. Uh, but just, you know, so you have the information, mm-hmm. this is what you have to do. But these turtles get very big. You know, so you're, you're you're talking about something that you can't just release once it gets to the size. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking about something that's going to need on a hundred something gallon tank or a pond mm-hmm. in the future. So you got to think, are you going to have a big tank or like a fixture in your home? Yeah. Or are you going to build something outside? And they were like, well, you're right. So then, you know, I was like, yeah, because her worry was releasing it and then it getting preyed on. Yeah. yeah it's it's but part it, of nature. You know, it's the life it's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I said... 
there you go. Uh, that, and we are sued. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's pretty much what I told her. I was like, well, I mean, like it's it's what whatever is going to happen to that animal is what it was supposed to happen to exactly. that animal as far as like nature goes. So like I, I respect the the forethought, you know, like oh, I don't want something yeah. bad to happen, but it is what it is. You you got to do what you got to like do. She and... found it in her yard. Yep. Oh, so you know, if she wouldn't have found it in her yard, it probably would have been picked off by a bird, a raccoon. Yep. Uh, a cat. So the most you, know? you could do at that point is just take it to the pond. Take yeah. it to the pond and put it somewhere where there's like enough shelter for it exactly. that it could try to, like enough, to you know, rub like off the little things. All aquatic there. plants where yeah. they can hide like sufficiently. Yeah. And um, I think that that does it more justice in the end of the day anyways. Yeah. But you know, like the life uh, expectancy of a hatchling is really, really low um, yeah. in the wild. That's why they have so many babies. Exactly. That's why they have so many. You know, they have hundreds of babies in one year. Yeah. Um, and they produce every two weeks. You know, yeah. like they lay pretty much every two weeks for the season um <laughs> yeah. okay so yeah so um i think that that that's cool you know if whether she kept it or not um i hope that that information helped her even if she didn't keep it and decided to get a pet turtle further down the line yeah you know um it's information that i think a lot of people should need uh it's also information i've i would like to give to my students parents um, because last week was one of my students' birthdays and this little person was so excited because of confidentiality, I can't say names or yeah, like yeah. gender, yeah. but this little person was so happy about getting a hamster and then for show and tell on Friday, this little person came in and brought a picture and when I saw the enclosure, I was like, holy crap, <clears throat> no, like I wanted to be like, no, the no, no, but you know, yeah, what do they know? this person is five, like, yeah. Damn it! Uh, this little person. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll try to yeah. I'll try yeah. to like beep. I'll, I'll try to beep it. Don't right, worry cool. about it. Uh, so this little person um, was so excited and enamored with the hamster, and I was dying inside because the pretty much a hamster needs a crap ton of space to run. A ten gallon tank is not a crap ton of space. Um, yeah. It's gonna stress it out. It's it's inhumane pretty much because what they do is they hamsters don't stay put they don't they don't nest they don't go out forage and then come back to their nest they keep moving they're like they're like red foot tortoises that they don't stay in one place yeah they just keep moving that's why like they sell those like enclosures yeah with like, the extra stuff thinking. so you could like attach it to other oh, but even things. then that's dangerous because yeah. hamsters aren't very much like big climbers uh -huh. um because they see something high they just jump off if they're on something high if you put a hamster on the table Whee! it's gonna just jump off <laughs> Yeah. um which is oh, crazy yeah, yeah. so um if you want to do levels like i recommend getting something extremely big oh, i think he was saying like the tubes yeah the tubes are even bad for them too yeah. um depending on it because they can get trapped in it um even though they can contort their bodies they can get trapped um oh. some tubes are way too small no that, yeah yeah so yeah, it, yeah. it's insane um and then if they get stuck in a spot they usually hamsters go one way and then they decide well, out of nowhere i'm gonna go back the other way I came from. So when they try to, you know, contort, they get stuck. So it's, it's really like, there's a lot of great videos on YouTube. You, you can check out, um, to get that information. But I think like the average square feet, if I'm not mistaken, is like, uh, 180 square inch per hamster. Yeah. So that's like almost about the size of like half this table. Um, and this is a pretty big table. Um, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, I was just dying inside and I'm, I was thinking, you know, because unfortunately this year, because uh, COVID and everything, when the school year started, um, 
I wasn't able to have open house, but I think I would like to incorporate a little bit of like, you know, knowledge in open house. Like, hey, if you guys are thinking of getting pets for your animals, come talk to me. Pets for your animals? You pets know? for your animals. Pets Is that what animals. we're calling kids this, now? Yeah. Little, it's, so if people? you're getting pets or animals for your kids, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, come yeah. talk to me. Yeah. yeah. Like... So I can give you a little bit of information. If I don't have the information, I'll look it up and I'll give you the best information you can. Yeah. Because proper pet husbandry is a great thing to teach your kids because that's something they can pass on to their children in the future. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, will keep going and it's something that won't get lost. Yeah, you wouldn't want to have the wrong husband. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce. Uh, Divorce. <laughs> really quick. The hand sanny? Yeah. I'm touching my face. His mm, uh. face. Touching his face. We brought out the hand sanitizer for this one because Marco comes. So when Marco comes, we all need clean hands. How much battery he starts talking to us about salmonella. But anywho, uh, so yeah, I mean, as far as the, the, the kids go and stuff like that, it, it's very important to teach them. And it's like, you, can, I, I get really frustrated with people that get frustrated too quick mm-hmm. with people when people are trying to learn yeah. like it's one thing like yeah if you're being completely neglectful mm-hmm. towards the animal and what it needs but it's another thing where it's just like just most people just don't know yeah they just yeah. don't know it's just ignorance and it's also what they've been taught as kids um growing up the, in the 90s the basic care for a hamster was just go in, you buy the tank, again, the stock tank, you grab all the fucking crap that you get there and, you know, the shitty wheel. Um, you're supposed to get a wheel that's like two times its size mm-hmm. because when they run, their backs like curve and that's uh-huh. really bad for them and that hurts them. The same with rats and mice. Like you're supposed to literally for a Siberian hamster. Um, Siberia. Yeah, so like the the big fat hamsters, you're supposed to get a rabbit wheel for those. Oh yeah. So that way they can run straight. Um, if you get them the smaller wheels oh, or the ones they, that they exactly are. their back curves and they start getting back problems, uh. they start you know. Um, also, people get like the the mesh wheels. Their toes get easily caught in that. Oh, and then ouch. there's also like a bar that's held uh, with like a little hole that's held on the side. They get stuck in that too, and that's usually like fatal because they decide they're going to run through that area as it's moving, yeah, and, and then, then they get trapped yeah. between the bar that's holding that and then the structure that's holding the actual wheel, and then bam, there you go, yeah. close to decapitation, and nearly headless Nick. To what you, <laughs> to what you were saying, it's true because people get frustrated because you ask questions and stuff like that. It's like, but all of us started somewhere. That's why I don't yeah, understand. Dude. Like, like people ask us what some other people would consider dumb questions and it's like just answer it to the best of your ability and let them know because maybe they want to have one of these animals they don't quite have it yet and they just want to learn stuff like what's oh, the big awesome. deal now if somebody's like oh i got this snake and i stuck it in the refrigerator because there's a lot of space okay then Bro. something dumb like that but like, so on that one i had somebody don't tell me somebody put it in the refrigerator no man oh i don't know man no <laughs> but look i had somebody call me for work the other day they wanted to buy a boat um and I don't know. I just, I had a feeling about the guy. And he's like, yeah, I'm looking for a blah, 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 boa. I have $200 to spend and I want to buy an adult full grown. And I told him, I'm like, well, the baby that you found on the listing is that price because of, you know, that's what kind of babies start for with that specific genetic that you're looking for. Um, but the thing is, is you want an adult, you know, like if I, I had to explain to him, why have you had a boa before because obviously they get large he's like yeah i had i had two and i was like 
did you have them for babies? Were you able to raise them? He's like, yeah, no, I, I got them as adults. And then the female died because it escaped from the tank and went outside and got run over. And then I didn't really like the male because he was mean. So I let him go in a pipe. No, oh, Jesus. And then I told him, I, I literally, right after he said that, I said, I don't think this is the animal for you. Mm -hmm. If you want something that you're going to be able to, you know, properly care for, maybe you need something smaller. I recommend maybe a sand boa if you want to stay with a boa or a ball python. But I don't think this animal's for you. And he said, oh, but no, but like, I'm not going to do that again or whatever, whatever. And he's like, you know, but the, the boa is fine because I let it go in a pipe so it has all the food. And I'm like, well, you see, the problem is, is that where you live, when it drops below 30, you know, the bow is going to die. Mm -hmm. And by any miracle that it doesn't die, it's going to uh, eat some of the natural population. Mm -hmm. And then if somebody finds it, like uh, your your game and patrol or whatever, like your fish, fish and wildlife, um, you know, then all of a sudden you're going to have legislation on you. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, well, why? You know, like just because you couldn't care for the animal. And then he, he, he was so adamant about buying the animal. Yeah. And I told him, it's. I'm sorry. I don't feel comfortable That's selling this animal to you. Um, yeah. I have uh, an aggressive radio male, and I'm actually going to build him a new enclosure because he's the only one that doesn't have an enclosure. I can't keep up with any of my other tanks because he's going to bite every single other turtle I have. Yeah. Um. To the point where like he bites their necks so bad that they get like really bad scabs and it, it's just horrific. So he has to be alone. So. Next weekend, I'm going to be recording a video of myself building him an enclosure using a little uh, plastic that's usually meant for like cement mixing that you get for like six bucks at Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever home store is near you um, and a bunch of my scrap wood. So like that's going to be like a pretty cool video to watch. And it's it just shows like what you can do. Um, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna be doing something so elaborate that nobody else can replicate it. Yeah. So it's something that's simple that everybody can replicate, and it gives you a little bit of knowledge. Like, okay, this is what I can do for a temporary home for my animals, and it's perfect for hatchlings too. Yeah. When you buy a little turtle, um, if you, you could, if you don't want to do the tank, exactly. You if you don't want to do a tank, and yeah. at at that, I think. It might not look as nice, but I do think that they're better. The problem with tanks is that they're see-through. Yeah. So the turtles are going to keep, keep trying to swim, and they're going to hurt yeah. themselves. And with the cement mixing tubs, they're black. They can't exactly, see. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And what's cool is that the way I build them is that you can see through the front, yeah. uh, through a mesh screen, and then you can see through the top, through the opening, yeah. and then you can have your light fixture on top. Yeah. I mean, um, by the time that this video, by this one, this podcast is out, that'll be there. So yeah. you definitely so go check, you can out check it out. Also be uh, uploading pictures on my Instagram. Um, Tag, Tag it again. Mr. O 101 customs. There we go. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us at HSR underscore exotics and on Facebook as half shell ranch. If you're listening and want to watch, you can check us out on YouTube as HSR exotics. If you're watching and want to listen, make sure to check the description to see what streaming platforms we're on. This was Reptiles With, a podcast by HSR Exotics.